Hey family, Jero here, and just felt to share. <laughs> Sitting in the shed, rain tinkling down, facing Wollumbin. Sitting in the northern rivers, the swollen northern rivers. There's been more rain than ever before over the past few weeks. There's been floods, there's been... Yeah, crisis, catastrophe, homelessness, displacement, grief, pain, felt by so many in the community. And there's been resilience and love and compassion and giving and service and helping and digging deep and coming together and innovation and community, finding new ways. There's been this real beautiful blend yeah and I'm sitting in the sitting in the shed <laughs> contemplating I've just come up from a, a council a beautiful men's circle that I held with the Shambhala warriors this morning and I was inspired just to riff just to continue the riff that I was on which really just emerges from a check-in of where I'm at in my life and where I'm at in my life, where you're at in your life, where we're at in life. <laughs> it's all the same thing, huh? So interwoven, so braided together. It's, there's almost a sweetness and a peacefulness and a belonging just in that. Knowing that I'm in it and you're in it and we're in it. And we're on this precipice, this edge, this place of unknowability volatility, unpredictability. Everything's upside down and back to front. And has it always been this way or is this something new? Where are we headed? What's the future hold? We're all in it together, hey? And maybe that's the essence of belonging. Maybe that's the true sweetness of community. Of being alive together on this beautiful orb spinning through this galaxy against all the odds with this little marble of divinity <laughs> so I spent the weekend at a kirtan retreat, a chanting and singing gathering, for those who don't know kirtan is, is a devotional uh, music practice um, that involves um, singing together in community, singing, often singing uh, mantra, ancient Sanskrit verses that evoke the divine or honor the divine, speak to the divine, celebrate the divine. And we're blessed up in this community to have Lulu and Mishka as um, solid anchors of the community and they hold these gatherings where 50, 60 people come together for the weekend and we come and sit down around these talented musicians with beautiful sound systems and just exquisite um, audio quality and we come together in a cozy space and drop into the heart gradually 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 just dropping in and dropping in and dropping in with each song and each prayer just dropping in deeper until eventually we're just like this <laughs> beautiful melted globule of 
heart-filled loving consciousness <laughs> emanating love and high vibes from this blue barn in Mullumbimby. And I've no doubt that it gets felt across the world because there's so much love, so much joy, so much celebration and so many tears and so many breakthroughs and so much healing in that space. And so I'm fresh from emerging from that absolutely delightful chrysalis, that nourishing, warm, loving cocoon of singing with tribe, singing and dancing and playing and celebrating but most of all, singing and praying together. It's no surprise that the cultures that stay intact around the world are the ones that remember how to sing and dance together. It's no surprise that whenever you go to any kind of, or visit any indigenous culture or learn about any indigenous culture that is somehow connected with the old ways, with the wisdom path, with the beauty way, with the song of the earth, what you'll witness is a culture that is still still dancing and still singing the songs. When I went and stayed briefly up with the Yongle people up in northeast Arnhem Land on this continent here in Australia, I witnessed a, a people that's whose very culture is held together by the song and dance, the seagull dance, the shark dance, the ray dance, and all of these amazing dances that honor and call on the celestial beings and and um, all of the dances and all of the beautiful sonic healing vibrations that just ripple through the hearts and minds of, of all the people in that tribe. And so I'm fresh from this experience and it was so beautiful to have Anna there sat next to me singing our hearts out together and for the first time ever we felt our little one in the womb kicking and moving around and dancing she was getting down to the melody she was she was getting a groove on with us with family she was delighted she was moving around wriggling around in joy and it was just a moment of absolute divine rapture to feel her to feel her movement to feel her presence to feel her cheekiness and her joy um, as with her mum and dad singing she could know, of course, feel the vibrations emanating into that watery cocoon that she's in. Of course, she could feel these vibrations from all these human beings just dropping the armor and dropping the story and just coming into that sweet place of, of coherence. And really, the, one of the layers of profundity around this practice of singing together is humans coming together to explore explore harmonies explore coherence explore the sweetness of synchronous emanations to explore expression in a co-created and emergent way wow and then to actually be able to bask in the beauty of that spontaneous creation by actually hearing on a cellular level through the ears in all parts of our bodies the, the beautiful music the the absolutely the, the, the depth of the men and the higher tones of the women and the sounds of all of these instruments and the actual vibration of these Sanskrit verses and the beautiful divine lyrics created channeled through Lulu and Mishka and other beautiful musicians there to actually feel this land in the body as medicine 
to actually feel the yeah the healing of it it's like the vibration just like wobbles and ripples its way through the cellular membrane right into the nucleus of the cells and right through our fascia and right through our bones to the marrow and right through all the layers of skin all the way through our brain through all these different layers of flesh and bone and gut and sinew and just heals us from the inside out from the soles of our feet up to the synapses of our brain down just healing nourishing rejuvenating revitalizing like being in a yeah in a beautiful sonic bath of healing nurturing vibrations <laughs> so that's where i've been for the past few days and hell yeah it's been blissful and it's got me contemplating because i came out of that and arrived home and anna and i were checking in last night you know there's a tiredness and exhaustion also after being in that space and we both felt in our bodies uh, an anxiety last night you know when it was such a stark juxtaposition from the peacefulness and the tranquility we had felt for the previous few days and but this anxiety was alive in our bodies and it was the anxiety around well the collective level the rains had started falling again people were on flood alert around us so there was definitely that but then there was the anxiety of the uncertainty of our future we moved into a new house recently we don't know how long we can stay here there's a situation brewing with neighbors that where we feel unstabilized and nervous system activated and and then there's just the uncertainty of everything <laughs> you know there's bombs falling and missiles being sent and there's we've just lived through an experience collectively where freedom's just got taken like that and we're living in a world where the powers that be governments can change their mind like this and people can be threatened with fines like that and with jail like this bank accounts frozen like that borders closing displacement climatic conditions shifting war homelessness pain suffering some nut job over there with access to a red button that annihilates the world outrageous numbers of nuclear weapons stocked up that could destroy the world like a thousand times over and the, and the scramble for more nuclear weapons and more armaments and this is these are the times we're living in such a stark juxtaposition to that cocoon of peace and love and joy that we are sitting in and it's not actually a juxtaposition it's all just happening at the same time it's all the same soup it's all the same brew it's just all unfolding at the same time it's all unfolding within us at the same time because what's happening within and what's happening out there it's just it's just the same thing and i've been contemplating about how i've got a i'm right in the middle i've got a i've got a father who believes what the media says and and 
he comes home he he wakes up puts radio 4 on this is in the uk listens to the news puts probably puts the telly on probably has the newspaper arrive and and all uh, inputs into the mind is is through the news through media so of course there's um deep levels of um belief around narratives that uh, pass through the media and there's there's shock when other people don't believe these narratives and there's um yeah so he's holding on to that type of certainty you know there's a certainty in his worldview around all of this it's the conviction um that comes through media channels and, and 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 a belief in the integrity of these channels and my mother on the other hand is completely on the other end of the spectrum and went down well she's a jehovah's witness um and um you know armageddonist if that's a word um cataclysmist uh, apocalypticalist <laughs> she's one of them <laughs> apocalypticalist and um and a qanonist <laughs> and uh absolute um video rabbit hole list and basically everything coming from my mum is like the great reset new world order agenda 21 agenda 30 um there's a there's a plan unfolding for mass depopulation that's um created by this shadowy elite and um bill gates is sending deadly mosquitoes to australia and there's weather control and all this, the floods are all man-made and there's going to be just constant waves or iterations of viruses to create more um, vaccines and the vaccines themselves are the things that cause COVID um, and um, this is all part of a mass depopulation program. So this is the, like I'm in between my mother and my father, there's one on that camp and one on that camp. and. And what I witness is, is in, in both, the common thread is this craving for certainty. This craving for this thing called rightness. Or this is correct. This is truth. This craving for truth. Yeah. But this craving for truth through narrative. And so this craving for truth, it's a thirst, it's a deep 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 hunger it's an existential craving it's like their survival depends on it you know because without that certainty without that solidness but it's full chaos and it's way too scary right so they cling on to the certainty of truth through narrative and in clinging on to the certainty of truth born of narrative it takes them further and further away from truth that is beyond narrative or before narrative. So I get it. I understand it and I have compassion for it. And I witness in myself also this craving for certainty and solidness. <laughs> I just moved to a new place and sold myself this dream, this illusion, this fantasy of there'd be a certain level of solidness, peacefulness and permanence <laughs> security and longevity to this to this home and lo and behold the rug gets pulled out and yeah maybe that's the times that we're living in these times where we can actually look 
more sanely at reality and we can actually stop and look with a heightened level of awareness um, slightly more maturity and say hey okay it doesn't exist this security this safety this solidness this permanence doesn't exist we're living in a world of continual uh, volatility and change and impermanence and um, let's all get down with that and learn how to dance to the beat of that drum and learn how to thrive in the uncertainty and learn how to love through the chaos maybe that's the invitation because one thing that's happening as far as I can tell is that unless you've really got your head in the sand yeah, unless you're really willfully avoiding what's going on then it's pretty hard to avoid the fact that things are uncertain and volatile and there's and that this is just the way it is right and that there is existential threat and you, there is no such thing as stasis there is no such thing as solidness it's even like there is no such thing as truth through narrative there is no story that is true there is no one side that is right there is no finite clear-cut winners and losers and he's right she's wrong it just doesn't exist you know it's just life is far more nuanced and emergence and than that and so if it's becoming so obvious to more and more and more and more of us well that it really is the excitement in this initiation that really is the excitement of maybe there's an opportunity for a, for, for a shift coming along but then again i witness in myself this and in others this like again falling into this kind of um utopia hope for this shift to 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 manifest as like some paradise on earth or like this is the great awakening where we where we shift to what to what to like to what like where everything's just like peaceful and 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 insane and normal and and like where everything's just like predictable and and in order or is that just another illusion that we latch on to really is the invitation to actually to learn how to swim in the river to thrive in the chaos to um to do what we did on the weekend and this is my point this is where i'm getting to in this meandering uh way is that when we sat in that room the, the blue barn all of us singing these ancient mantras together calling us into harmony together reminding us how to pray and to celebrate and to honor life calling us into this vibration of harmony and tranquility and peace and love and bliss were we avoiding what's going on in ukraine and around the world and all the people starving were we bypassing the realities that there is suffering and there is pain all around us or were we learning how to live in a way where we honor it all and we embrace it all and yet we choose to come to a place within ourselves from which we can dream something new together we choose to come to a place within ourselves where there's no avoidance there's no bypassing there's an acceptance there's a compassion a deep compassion the number of tears that were shed on this weekend tears that were shared in my by myself 
as I felt the pain of the world and the pain within me and the pain of my ancestors and the pain of my mother and my fathers. Yeah. And I realized again, like I realized before that this way, this invitation, it's, there is no other in that space. There is no other in the, in the, in the bliss of chanting together. And there also is no other in the deepest, deepest, deepest places of grief. There is no other. It's like we find belonging on both ends of that spectrum. And I realize that it's so important for us. It's vital. It's essential. We must remember. We must do our part to bring ourselves into this place ourselves. We must sing and we must dance. We must pray together. Having a memory uh, of seeing um, something on the media of this cellist or this music concert happening in in a Kyiv, is that the way you say it? Um, the capital of Ukraine in some sort of underground train station situation and just artists coming together to sing and I'm reminded of that <laughs> scene in the Titanic where the where the uh, the strings the 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 little four piece um, quartet just kept on playing and kept on playing as this as this uh, thing's going under and I'm not saying that we're necessarily going under but how are we going to do it you know are we going to uh, sing and dance our way through this and and trust that in the singing and the dancing and the praying and the loving that there are going to be solutions born from that place or are we going to get caught in the divisiveness and the polarity and the fear and the anxiety? And are we going to get overwhelmed by all of that? Because there ain't going to be any solutions from that space. You know, so this is kind of like the, the battle that's really been waged between love and fear. And, and, the, and the weapons being waged against us in this day and age are quite profound because our ancestors didn't really deal with informational warfare on this level. Of course, there was always propaganda, right? Of course, there was always threat. Of course, there was always these power dynamics, but that wasn't necessarily the type of techno-driven um, inception of narratives. You know, and there wasn't necessarily governments like weaponizing um, information in this way where, you know, like leveraging internet and leveraging like these new technologies. So it's like quite profound, the level of war that's been waged by those seeding fear and doubt and miscontent and anxiety. And so it seems like, you know, I'm thinking about the prophecy of the Shambhala warrior where it was prophesied that the uprising would, um, would happen in the dark times. And these warriors, these Shambhala warriors, it wasn't guns and machetes and cruise missiles that they had. It was two weapons. One was, one was like wisdom, just cool wisdom, insight into the interconnectivity of all phenomena, oneness. And the other weapon was compassion, hot compassion, love. Like the love of the ability to feel the suffering of others and to move from that place to ease the suffering of others you know the 
compassion is too hot by itself it burns you out so it needs the coolness the temperance of the wisdom this cool insight into interconnectivity to actually create a um, these twin weapons of the heart and yeah we need these to become like superpower charged up weapons because of where what we're facing right now it's and and this is actually the opportunity this is the divine dance under the waterfall this is why we've incarnated this is like the the blessing of being alive in this timeline right now it's this opportunity to come together and learn how to wield these tools or instruments or weapons if you want to use that word of love and wisdom in the most effective impactful powerful ways so that they ripple out and ripple out and ripple out and ripple out and transmute the fear and the doubt and the anxiety actually in the bodies of our brothers and sisters so they actually feel what i felt on the weekend this feeling of belonging this feeling of deep 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 belonging and connection and oneness and bliss and love and so brothers and sisters yeah thank you for listening um embrace the wildness of these times and feel it all and and also remember what it is to come together to sing and to pray and to dance and, and that might be singing in the shower that might be praying with your beloved that might be going into community and having a jam that might be going to a duff can anything can be seeded with those beautiful vibrations of love and harmony but it's so important that we do it that we stomp the earth that we make our offerings that we give love to the earth that we give love to ourselves that we celebrate that we honor that we oh, catalyze this energy of reciprocity you know this is what's been asked of us as custodians of life as stewards of the earth as Shambhala warriors. Write that poem. Write that letter. Dance that dance. Sing that song. Play that instrument. Bake that cake. Give that hug. Tell that person you love them. Bring the people together. Bring the family together. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's raise the vibrations. Let's come together. Let's come together. Bypassing nothing. Honoring all the pain and the suffering and all of it. But at the same time, celebrating what can only now be. Griefitude. To feel the grief and the gratitude for new beginnings. At the same time, extagony. To feel the agony of death and the ecstasy of rebirth at the same time. This is what I'm talking about, brothers and sisters. It feels like a beautiful opportunity for us to explore these realms of existence with this energy of delight and curiosity and playfulness. Much love. Have a beautiful, beautiful day.